Hey, this is the Comic Syllabus Podcast. Today I talked to co-host Kid, my daughter, about some new comics um, in various kids' comic series, including Mighty Jack and uh, Zeta the Space Girl from First Second by Ben Hatke, um, Best Friends by Shannon Hale and Lewin Pham, also from First Second, and Hilda and the Mountain King um, from No Brow by Luke Pearson. So here we go. All right. Hey, co-host Kid. Hello, sidekick dad. What's up? <laughs> What's up? It's fun to podcast again together. I know. It's been a while. We're going to review some comics. 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 <laughs> so actually all of these are sequels or, or part of a series, right? Yeah. Okay. Let listeners know that you are sitting like on a yoga ball. <laughs> so there's a distinct possibility you will disappear in the middle of the episode when it rolls out Maybe. from under you. It's possible. Um... <laughs> okay, just so let, reminds let, me of something. Oh, okay. Story or no? Nah. Okay, so let's let's run down the titles of the books we're reviewing today. What do you say, co-host kid? Sure. Why don't you give them to us and tell us the series they come from too? Mm, there's first we have Mighty Jack and Zeta the Space Girl by Ben Hackey. Woo! Earlier in the series. There is Zeta the Space Girl, Legends of Zeta the Space Girl, The Return of Zeta the Space Girl, Mighty Jack, and Mighty Jack and the Goblin King. Yes, and in, even in telling you those titles and that this is all a continuous series, we're kind of giving away a spoiler, but the title of the third book kind of gives away the spoiler too, right? Well, yeah. Because Zeta was its own three-book series, which we loved. Yeah. You even Zeta'd for Halloween one year. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mighty so Jack was a, I had my own little cape. It was pretty great. And then Mighty Jack was its own series. <laughs> no but one knew at who the, I was. <laughs> at the, right, nobody knew Zeta at that time. I bet if you did it now, you'd get yeah. totally way more yeah. recognition. Uh, anyway, after at the end of the second Mighty Jack book, um, the the spoiler, the surprise appearance was that Zeta was showed up, and it turns out their worlds, which we thought were very different, were interconnected. So Zeta and this uh, Mighty Jack and Zeta Space Girl was the last book. Of this long series. Yeah. Okay. Six book series, even though it says three, because after the return of Zeta the Space Girl, we always assume that, we just assume that Zeta's off having adventures while Mighty, while Jack and Lily have their own adventures. Mm, like it's its own story, it's its own world. Yeah, so I think it's book three because it's book three of the Mighty Jack series. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But it turns out to be also the further adventures of Zeta the Space Girl. Yeah. All right, so that's the first book we'll talk about. You want to tell us about the next book? Um, the next book is Beth, Best Friends by Sh- Shannon Hale and... Lewin. Lewin Pham. Yep. Um, it's the sequel to Real Friends. Mm-hmm. Also by Shannon Hale and Lee One Fan. Mm-hmm. And um, this one, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Sorry. Real Friends was about um, Shannon Hale's kind of uh, autobiographical about her early years of elementary school and the friendships she made. Uh-huh. Uh, and some I feel like did. after this we should read the author's note in that one. I, I, re- I read it. Yeah. Because I, I, I was just bored. Yeah. And it's funny and cool. And then there's these little pictures afterwards. That's oh my right. goodness, I just adjusted my headphones. Now I can hear so much better. 
Plus, <laughs> listeners, if you heard a little farting sound, that was the yoga ball. Not dad making dad noises. <laughs> yeah. So we may, yeah, maybe at the end of our discussion of real friends, I'm sorry, best friends, we can read some of the um, the epilogue or the acknowledgments. Uh-huh. Yeah. But indeed, it was Shannon Hale's sort of autobiographical story. So Real Friends was about her, maybe her early years of elementary school and her friendships. Yeah. And, and then um, Best Friends. This is sixth grade. Mm, yeah, Best sixth grade. Best Friends is sixth grade. That's right. And uh, Shannon, Shannon's sixth grade was still elementary school. That was the, the top of the hill, top of the mountain. Yeah. Um, king of the school. King of the school. And then the third book we're going to talk about. Um... The third book we're going to talk about is called Hilda and the Mountain King by Luke Pearson. It's um, going to be a Netflix series. <laughs> Actually, oh, it, it already is. It already is. Yeah. Did you watch? You watched some of that, right? Yeah. I also, if you look back at one of the Read and Jubilee podcasts, yep. I have a cop. I have a. You read a copy of yeah, the, uh, the prose book. I read a copy of the book yeah and we talked about it so uh-huh. check that out but the hilda and the mountain king is the sixth book in the line of hilda graphic novels yeah yep again six all right well sounds pretty good so those are the books that we're talking six about today to thanks for joining us and uh before we take a little break and then start back up with our actual reviews um co-host kid you have we haven't heard from you in a long time um how is your reading life going oh it's going great yeah, that was way too loud. Do you have some recent um, recent reading favorites that you want well, to share with us? Well, I I loved I loved, of course, my Land of Stories series. Mm-hmm. Chris Colfer, shout mm-hmm. out. And I I also did a podcast on that one. Yes. I read. I'm reading this new series called Story Thieves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Intriguing. It, that one's good too. Okay. Um, I've been reading a book series called Ever After High for a while. Yes, you have. And <laughs> yeah, a while. <laughs> those have um, no, those don't have graphic novels. Oh, they do. Do they? Uh, yeah. There's one. There's one. Okay. It's a little bit like the Descendants, if y'all know Disney's Descendants. Yeah. Those movies slash books slash albums slash graphic Comics novels. Slash. <laughs> I don't know. More stuff. Synergy. Slash teachers, probably. <laughs> right. And cups. Right. Slash and evil. <laughs> <laughs> evil corporation. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining us. We'll come right back and start reviewing those books. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together, we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at MultiversityComics.com. Each week, we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month, we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed, like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commanding. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinborough, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe. Subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow on iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. All right, we're back. Uh huh. And um, let's start with Mighty Jack and Zeta the Space Girl by Ben Kaki from First Second Books. 
I didn't want to talk about what I was laughing about earlier because I thought it was too early in the podcast. Sure. But before we start getting into the book, okay. I just wanted to tell you that I was laughing because in one in, in a book I read lately, mm. I forgot what it was called. It was that sloth book. Oh yeah, Slothilda. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And then it it was like a web comic ways, that collected ways to use a yoga ball, and then it, it showed a little sloth sitting on it chair and then it showed her leaning against it pillow and then it showed her putting her feet up footrest and then this is the funny one she lifted it showed a little sloth lifting it above her head and then like opening her and then there was like a spider self-defense <laughs> and none of them were exercise <laughs> yeah which if you've read slothilda check that webcomic out it's a uh, characteristic funny okay well thanks for that yoga yoga ball aside as we call it um let's dig into mighty jack and zeta the space girl well with mighty jack and zeta the space girl i think um i don't normally criticize books Hmm. i guess this isn't really criticizing it but i feel like because in um flight explorer Mm. it's it's a different comic. It's like a collection of different comics. Yeah, there's the Azita, anthology. the right, Space uh, Girl comic, a short one yeah. called The Wishing Sock. Sure, yeah. But you need to read that to like kind of understand some things. Hmm. Because one of the characters in there, Zero, it's a robot like one, but oh. it's like small and little and cute. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like he comes, or mm, it, he I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Comes kind of in the middle of the book, but mm. it's kind of it kind of plays a big part. So it's like, uh. Yeah. So does Zero never show up in the other Zeta books? No, because so Zero happens after while she's having all her adventures. Ah, between Zeta, between the trilogy and this book. Yeah. Okay, so just a little bit of background to add what you were saying. Flight was a series of anthologies released by Image Comics, edited by Kazu Kibuishi, in which Hatki introduces a character who come, who kind of follows from the Zeta books, right? Yeah. Like a series of robots. They were like one and five and six and ten. And then the yeah. Zero appears. But if you hadn't read that bit of the Flight anthology, that character wouldn't mean anything to you in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Because... I don't know, it's just... <laughs> well, that actually, you know, I, I know you didn't mean that as a critique. I, I guess I would say this. If you haven't read the previous books, or if you're like me and you have read the previous books, even if you're a big fan, do yourself a favor and reread them all before you read Mighty Jack <laughs> yeah. and Zeta the Space Girl. And actually, maybe even also pick up the flight anthology <laughs> that introduces Zero. Because... <laughs> I think my feeling, and you can tell me if you agree, my review of Mighty Jack and Zeta the Space Girl is as I read it, I was like, I know I'm supposed to love this, but actually I forgot who all these people are, <laughs> or even the fact that they even existed. So it's like a perfect, it seems like a really good ending to the book, to, to like a long story, but it's like watching the last 20 minutes of a great movie and the first like hour and a half. You saw it like four years ago. <laughs> so, you know, so it's like, I know this is exciting, but I don't remember what's going on. And um, and uh, it, 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 do you agree with that? Is that kind of how yeah. you felt reading it? Yeah. It's just that like, 
I read the Space Girl, all three books, like mm-hmm. a month ago, uh. like two times in a row on my Kindle. Uh. And then like right before it came out, mm. um, I started, I read Mighty Jack. Oh, there you go. And then so I kind of knew was what was going on. And I had a, I had a good base memory of what happened in Mighty Jack and the Goblin King. Ah. I just have a really good book memory. You do have a great book memory. And by the way, for podcast listeners, she just did a gesture where she wiggled her fingers in front of her forehead when she said base memory. I think that means uh, base memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so for you, remembering so much and having recently read the book, did the ending like serve up all the satisfying punches that you were looking for? Yeah. Kind of everybody comes together, huh? Yeah. And it's hard because you can't see me nodding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what happens in this in this episode or issue? So, so we read um, Mighty Jack and the Goblin King right when it came out, when we were living at our previous house, and yep. I re- we even remember reading it together on the living room floor, and how exciting it was. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, "When's the next one coming out?" <laughs> and then we started like screaming and rolling around them. That's right, right. Well, I I actually think me and you read it first. Yes. And then Ma and then but mommy wasn't there. That's and then right. we were like, ah, we can't wait to tell mommy. That's right. But then we kept it a secret. And then we read it again That's right. on on the in the living room. And then we were just like rolling on the, rolling right. around on the floor. That's right. And then we were like, when is the next one coming out? So we've been waiting for this book for a long time. A long time. And I do think it really does, um, you know, meet its goal of feeling like an exciting yeah. and satisfying em- ending. I just forgot everything. <laughs> I was like, yeah. goblins in the story? What's going on? Yeah. Well, <laughs> obviously, Mighty Jack and the Goblin. That's what you said. I was like, there's goblins? And you were like, um, Dad, the second one is called Mighty Jack and the Goblin King. And I was like, Lily's a goblin? What is going on? <laughs> Um, oh, spoiler alert, Lily's a goblin. <laughs> right, right. But I would say that um, as an ending, do you feel like, without spoiling the, this book itself, do you feel like it um, tied together the characters and the sort of different s- side characters from the diff- two uh-huh. worlds pretty well? Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, like as I was telling you about Zero, mm-hmm. um, Small things that you never thought would make it. Some small things that you wouldn't thought, you didn't thought, you didn't think it might make a difference. Right. Some some, um. They end up showing up and like, mm. kind of doing not mm-hmm. not not playing a big part. Well, mm-hmm. some playing a big part, mm-hmm. but not necessarily playing a big part. Right. Just. Not being as small as you thought. <laughs> right. They do sort of show up and pay off, as we say yeah. with storytelling, right? Yeah. Like, I'm flipping through it in this part where um, in, I think, one of the later Zeta books, there's yeah. like a fake Zeta, <laughs> right? Robot Zeta. Robot Zeta. From um, Legends of Zeta the Space Girl. That's right. There's, well, a, there's a little robot, and she wants, she like admires Zeta, because yeah. there's like posters that say Zeta the Space Girl everywhere, right. and she has this little doll, yeah. too. It's so cute. Yeah, characters like that, and, and from all throughout both stories, um, come back 
at different points in the story. And I guess it was a little bit of a spoiler to tell, say that Ro- Robot Zeta comes back. But you can just ca- basically count on everybody makes an appearance. And it feels like a great, really nice, sweet finale because uh-huh. you get to sort of all the characters kind of re the rest of it. If you've read, for goodness sake, please read the rest <laughs> of it before you read this one. And maybe pick up a Flight Explorer. There you go. There you go. I got to tell you, one of the things I felt when I was reading this is, you know, we've been big fans of Ben Hackey, and like we mentioned before, you were Zeta for Halloween one year. It was like four years ago, five years ago, maybe? I know. It was a while ago. Anyway, and you know, we even have a page of, of uh, Mighty Jack original art on our wall oh, yeah. right behind us. right there. And I, even though I forgot many of these characters, other ones have been really memorable to me, like, you know, when you were Zeta... <laughs> That's right. When you were Zeta, I, I tried to uh, make a strong, strong costume. I wouldn't say it was a strong, strong, strong costume. It was more like a gray shirt with a yellow star on yeah, it. Yeah, it was kind of a weak, weak. <laughs> uh, anyway, but in this book, and when we saw her at the end of Mighty Jack and the Goblin King, Zeta's grown. She's bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. And it re- She's a lot like taller, and her hair is shorter. Hair's, hair's different her her hair is fitting yeah. for a space girl going mm-hmm. on adventures anyway Definitely. it reminded me that you're growing up too and and that really made that was really sweet like thinking that you've kind of grown yeah. up with this character her face looks different too yeah you're comparing like, the, the covers the, oh yeah and then she has this little like line under her mouth yeah i never noticed that before that that's like a stronger she chin looked, she's forming a stronger chin yeah she looks like cuter and little in and, the original yeah, she looks like a little girl that's Did you like, not going notice this adventures. before? Are you just realizing this now? I, I'm just realizing, realizing this big difference. Yeah, well, honestly, when we look at... Wait, pic- wait, wait. Her costume has short sleeves? Oh, yeah, that's true. I think at some point she needed to get a new costume. Maybe it just got hotter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she just tore off her sleeves. It's around the way. But, anyway, I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> You know, like, this is what you looked like. And then this is more what you look like now. Co-host kid. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. Anyway, anything else to say about Mighty Jack and Zeta's Space Girl? Um, Not until spoilers. Not until spoilers. Are we going to do spoilers later? Why not? Sure. All right. So if you are interested... That means the other books can't take too long. (laughs) (laughs) I think we took way too long on this one. That's all right. If you're interested in some spoiler talk about Zeta... About... I was about to say Zeta Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Mighty Jack and Zeta the Space Girl. Um, Stick around at the end of our reviews. And and if we ever do do a spoiler in one of the books, cover your ears. Or if you're driving, don't cover your ears. Remember this from Nameless City? Yes. If you're driving, don't cover your ears because keep your hands on the wheel. Just fast forward or stop and come back later if your podcast app allows you to do so. Okay. And uh, and let's move on. Let's move on to this next book. Now you said we wouldn't spend as long on it, but uh, I don't know. I have a lot to say about this book. Yeah. So this is Best Friends, written by Shannon. I don't think we'll take too long on this one. Okay. And illustrated by Lewin Pham, uh, drawn by Lewin Pham, who uh, have been collaborators on many books in the past, including A Princess in Black. Um, Lewin Pham is an awesome illustrator who also does awesome comics. 
And Shannon Hale is a children's book author who's done such works, who's written such works as um, Real Friends and Best Friends. (laughs) (laughs) And also Princess in Black and Princess Academy and other books. I don't know why I've kicked you, so much. Do you want to summarize um, the sort of this general story of, of um, uh, best friends? It's the feeling. Well, it's she, there's a point in there where where it's like she still has her anxiety, and mm. I can relate to this. I think I like this book a lot because I relate to Shannon Hale. Mm. I'm like I want to be an author. I feel anxiety, mm. and then sometimes I'm stressed out by my friendships. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm. Sometimes I feel like I'm, like in. I'm like. In a body that's too old for me, mm. and then sometimes I feel like I, I could be older and more responsible. Right. But people just think I'm little. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these scenes in these book in this book, that I remember moments when I felt. And similar. then like Mean Girl, drama, yeah. and then like. Yeah. Boys. Yeah, yeah. I was saying that there's all these moments in this book. Pretend where... games. Are they still, like? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was saying like, there's all these moments in this book where <laughs> I, I um I could re- I I read it and I could just totally relate to that feeling. Of like being unsure if, like you were saying, um, if my friends thought I was a dork or if it might be fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you said there were three different things that you could relate to in the book. One, she is um, uh, wants to be an author. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be an author when I grow up or a singer or a scientist or basically anything that doesn't involve blood and doesn't involve sitting at a computer and being bored all day uh-huh author uh, scientist writer sorry no author what singer scientist singer actor scientist sure sure um you, and and uh i'm Artist. sure you will be um i i like the Triple ways three. that she shows <laughs> herself being an author in this book because she's there's these little interludes right mm-hmm where um, it's actually a narrated like little story, and they cut in at these moments where the story that she's writing on her old computer that looks like a giant box, which is what our computers looked like back then. Really? Yeah. It, it, are so flat? I know. Flat. So it's, that's called a flat screen. How do you <laughs> store the same amount of <laughs> that's information right. on yeah. that flat thing? Miracles of modern... Uh, it's uh, semiconductor technology. I bet if you cut it open, it was just like a bunch of <laughs> bunches of bunch of cl- cable like smashed it, together. That's what it was. That's like, exactly. Oh, in like here. Kind of, okay. Anyway, <laughs> this has been computer talk. <laughs> uh, but the you know what the funny thing about these little interlude stories, this fantasy story, mm-hmm. did you realize that that's actually a story she wrote when she was a kid? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, this is actually a story she wrote when she was a kid. And in fact, in the book, uh, this gives away a little bit, but she actually hands the story to her teacher who writes back comments on it. And one of the little pieces in the back of the book is the original, is a like a, a photo of the original book, uh, original story that she had typed out and the little comments from the teacher. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is a writer and she definitely has an imagination. And I, I like 
that thing that you said about her where having that kind of imagination makes her in some ways like younger than her friends and like her mm-hmm. friends are like quote unquote maturing to like not play pretend and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. They they're like oh like I I feel like sometimes cool is just like walk around and talk, don't play imaginary games. That's right. Like be pretty. Right. Get boys to like you. Right. And she's like, "Hey, how about if we play this?" Yeah. And she's like wondering if her friends will be into it or not. Mhm. Yeah. She's like Okay, so da 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 and da da And then they're like, uh. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing you mentioned kind of related is the mean girls element, right? Yeah. Well, talk about that. What, what do you mean by that? Well, I feel like there's a lot of doubt. Like, is she my friend? Is she not my friend? Mm-hmm. About, like, girls that have been mean to her before. Particular, mm-hmm. In particular in this book, Jenny. Yeah. Um... I feel like that with a kid in my class. I'm not going to name names. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you um, feel like you're you're in good graces, and sometimes you think. Yeah, sometimes I feel like sometimes when I get mad at my friends, mm. and then like she's just like nice to me, mm-hmm. or kind of nice to me, or we kind of hang out. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like, oh, she's pretty nice. I think I should give her another chance. Mm-hmm. And then she like does something that upsets me so much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's so relatable, you know? So real to um, how friendships often feel in our childhood. Um, you spoke about this other re- relatable part for you, and that's the anxiety. Mm-hmm. How does that um, play out in the story? Or how is that portrayed in the story, the anxiety that she goes through? Um, I feel like ever since... We had to move, and my grandma died. Mm-hmm. I've been, like, at, before that, it was just always, like, like how she talked about when she was just really little before kindergarten mm-hmm. in the first book. Mm-hmm. And she was just with her mom. Mm-hmm. And, like... It's kind of innocent and happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, like, oh. and then, like, like life happens and then especially with people who read a lot or have big imaginations Hmm. they it's like they're they like live in this happy rainbow clouds world and then they're like slammed into real reality Hmm. and then they even imagine bad stuff about reality yeah and i think that means that's like anxiety yeah yeah and then in these pages it's kind of like this black cloud around her and she's it's kind of a a really harsh self-talk where she's like afraid of her mom dying and then she calls herself stupid for having that fear you know or afraid of doing everything wrong and she kind of like relives these um i call them recriminations where she's like oh you did this bad and you did this bad and you're just a bad person yeah and then there's this one thing that's like she says it's like a carousel Mm. like it, like there's all these other thoughts in your mind, but eventually one just comes around, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Are you gonna die tomorrow?" Yeah, yeah. and then it's just like, "Dum dum 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 and then it just keeps coming around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a kind of a um, portrayal of anxiety that you know a lot of people can definitely relate to. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, what I love about this is one thing I really love about this book is that, you know, from just out, from the outside, you might wonder like, oh, Shannon Hill, what, what's your autobiograph- uh, autobiographical graphic novel, autobiographic novel going to be <laughs> going to be about, you know, like, did you like have an exciting adventure? Did you have a traumatic experience? Did you, you know, do something really, really weird? And, the, and then she's just like, no, it's just school. Life, right? Yeah. It's just friendship. It's like normal life, but it's so relatable. So, like, yeah. She she writes it in a way that it feels like she's writing it as you. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. You can sort of see inside her head and feel her feelings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, did you, do you feel like you, like, learned anything from this book, or? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Like, what, well, how would you sum up what you took away from this book? I think, I don't know. Um, it's hard to say what you've learned on the spot. <laughs> no, we didn't, play, we didn't, we don't have a Notes. script. <laughs> Of everything we're going to say. Well, let me so, ask. Let me come up with some more hard questions that I want you to answer on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> How many times does the character of John appear in the first forty-three pages? Go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, one thing I like about this. Another thing I like about this book is the art. Yes, definitely. Tell me about that. Um, I like the art because I don't know. It's just. Like, I like how there's two different styles between mm. the regular art and then, like, her story. Yeah, the fantasy. And then, like, has sometimes a... there, like, there, there's her book about Alexandra, mm-hmm. which is the character in her book. Mm-hmm. And, um... It's a more, like, painted style. And then there's style. another, some of her ideas and stuff, mm-hmm. like, um... Imaginative like, ideas. Yeah, and mm. then she, like, like this, for example. Mm, like this, yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, there's just a <laughs> no, page. It's okay. What'd you describe it? Um, it's like the art is kind of like the same, but then it's like a little bit different. A little exaggerated. Yeah. To show the way she sees things in her head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like Sometimes. there was one mm. earlier. That showed her as little chess pieces. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. that one. That one's cute. Yeah. And then she's like, every time I figured out the rules, the the rules would change again. That's and then right. it shows like the Jenny piece with like new newer rules. And then like <laughs> the Jen piece with like newest rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That one's cute. I, I, I agree. I also think that there's something in Lewin Pham's art style. That's like cute and appealing, mm-hmm. but also allows for a lot of expressiveness. Like, look at this two-page spread; it's all characters emoting and relating to each other. Yeah, you know, like a little bit of a sideways glance here, and a like, oh, really? Why? You know, and like, oh, you know, and we're like, there's like a lot of um, interactional dynamics playing out. Does that make sense? Yeah. And in that way, it reminds me of. Um, Raina Telgemeier's books, which yeah. again, like really simple cartooning, but very expressive. Expressive, yeah. Agree, agree. And uh, great colors by Hilary Sycamore, mm-hmm. the colorist. <laughs> um, but Lewin Pham is an awesome illustrator. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
I I like how the colorist did Alexandra's hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's like they, a bright red, and then it turns to like a gold. Yeah, it's it's color. nice. I don't remember. Was there this kind of style, like another style, in the uh, in the Real Friends? No. Yeah, Real Friends. I, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. This is maybe That's a new what innovation. I like about this art. Yeah. Well, it shows that her imaginative life, because there was imagination. Yeah. In the other one, but maybe now it's like turning into like a full blown story. Now that she's yeah. sixth grader. There was like short stories. Yes. There was like pictures of her typing. Yeah. There wasn't actually like story. Yeah. There hey. wasn't actually a full two page spread. Well, I guess at the end there was a little bit of like. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. The, in the in the real friends, there was like a, a number of pages of a. Like three or four. Yeah. The whole thing with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so uh, I'm gonna ask you. So you're actually younger than. Shannon Hale in this book, right? Yeah. She's in sixth grade. You're not in sixth grade yet. Does this make you feel any kind of way about way about how sixth grade will be or how dread? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it harder than it already is. Sixth grade. <laughs> well, I think in some ways reading about it ahead of time. I mean, you read a lot of you read a lot of books where characters are like definitely. Oh, I read a do. lot of books about middle schoolers. That's true. I, feel I don't like know that, why. That's kind of how it goes. Like you read about it ages older than you because uh, helps me prepare. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes if they're like bad or something, or it like says like like middle school is boring and then like classes and stuff, uh-huh. I'm just like. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what does it say about me that when I was in high school, I was really interested in like crime and criminal stories? Was I preparing myself for my adulthood, a life of crime as a gangster? Um, no, <laughs> probably not. It was a more of a what not to do. Yeah. Don't be a drug dealer. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. But I am a drug dealer. If the drug is literature, okay. Uh, Hilda and the Mountain King. Yay. Yay! I feel like we'll have less to talk about because I don't remember this one as vividly uh, and Dad never read it. That's true. I, so Dad can kind of like read I it. should say I've read about um, a third of it. Mm, he, we should say that he didn't read very many other books in the series. <laughs> no, that's not true. Well, you did? I did. Okay, so you've read... All of them. Okay, you've read all these. <laughs> and you've read the prose like book, Hilda them. and the Hidden People, right? Yeah. I didn't know there were three more. I mean, two more. Oh, yeah. Well, here. Okay, so let's run down the titles. In the graphic novels. Do you want to read the titles of the graphic novels? Uh-huh. First, there's Hilda and the Troll, then Hilda and the Midnight Giant, Hilda and the Bird Parade, Hilda and the Black Hound, Hilda and the Stone Forest, and then for the... The fiction prose. The fiction prose. Um, Hilda and the Hidden People, Hilda and the Great Parade, and Hilda and the Nowhere Space. Okay, well, we got ourselves some some uh, prose books to go check out somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what I realized reading the first third of this is that I should have read the previous ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because um, things have evolved. There's a main, There's an important character at the beginning of this one. I guess let's have a, a spoiler-free conversation about this one, but like we can give away things that were from previous books. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. So all your favorites are still here. The little fox dog. 
Deer Fox. Thank you. The little deer fox, right? Fox Hilda, well. Hilda's mom. Um, who else is in this book? Mm. Oh, yeah, that, that guy. I forgot what his name was. The, like, that guy. The big stone guy. The, the uh, not the troll. Not the troll? Not the troll. Wait, go back. Okay. To the last page. The last page. That guy. Ah, what the, oh yeah, the, <laughs> the uh, uh, Baba? Tantu? Tantu. Tantu. <laughs> yeah. Who's really funny, who's like a ball of hair with a nose sticking out. <laughs> yeah. And then there, huh. Yeah. It's funny, I, I was like, I don't know, I, I was like, for a second I thought he was the woodman. Right. But I don't know where the woodman went. No, the woodman's in here. He is? No. I don't think we see the woodman. Yeah, I don't think he's in there. All right, please tell us, as a reader of all of these books, just whatever you can tell us about what is going on in this book. Because I can tell you that it looks to me to be the same amount of fun and crazy adventure and slightly scary but actually really cute kind of story that Hilda's always been. Yeah. But I'm a little sketchy on the details, so... Can you can you fill us in? What can you fill us well, in? Well, I really only need to fill you in Hilda and the Stone Forest. Okay. But I can add... A, wait, did I read Hilda and the Black Hound? Uh, I think I read it once, but it was like a long time ago. Yes, these other ones you've I, read. I reread those. Yes, the rest of them. Yes. The rest of them, a couple yeah. times. Okay. All right. Well, what's uh, what can you tell us about this book? Let's, what's a good setup for what this book? Let's 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 do this. All right. First of all, if you haven't read any of the Hildas, what is wrong with you? Stop <laughs> listening to this podcast. Get out of your car. Watch out for traffic. Get yourself to a bookstore. <laughs> And get the Hilda books right now. Leave your car right in the middle of the road. <laughs> run to the bookstore. Halfway through, you realize you should have just drove there. <laughs> and go get the Hilda books right now. Right now. Because they're really good. Halfway through, you realize you could have just drove there. <laughs> but anyway, for people who have read the Hilda books, can you kind of um, recap for us or, or not recap for us. Tell us a little bit about what new direction or new part of the story mm. this 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 uh, installment gives us. Yeah. I mean, just generally, yeah. vaguely. Well, there's like um. Okay. Um. So there's they live in Trollberg. Right. Which is an area populated by trolls. Yes. Well done. <laughs> and then I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's a baba. <laughs> yeah, there's a baba. Which is like a baby of the. He's kind of like a troll baby mm-hmm. that turned into like a kid. Mm-hmm. Runs around the house. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- drawing on the wall with markers. <laughs> I mean, with crayons. And then Hilda turned into a troll. Does she really, or is this a dream? Yeah. She does really? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where I got confused. That's where I stopped reading. Not because I didn't like it. I was just sleepy. Yeah. And then... And then they get into a lot of this backstory about the Mountain King, right? Yeah. Okay. And do you remember what is the Mountain King? Who is the Mountain King? 
I feel a little bit like maybe this this volume of the story just kind of washed over you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think I sat in water for this one. <laughs> well, as, I, as we flip through the pages now, does this story come back to you in any way? Mm, kind of. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, okay. Okay. Great description. <laughs> She's cute. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have anything else to say about uh, Hilda and the Mountain King? Not much. Great book. Thumbs <laughs> up. Get out of your car. Run to the bookstore. Realize how. Realize halfway that you could have just drove there. <laughs> Go get a copy. <laughs> Do you have a rate, a ranking? <laughs> a few. <laughs> All right, listeners, the reason we're laughing is because one of Dad's favorite things to do to co-host Kid is to make her rank things, <laughs> which is one of her least favorite things to do. You know, we'll watch, like, Toy Story, and I'll be like, okay, rank your Toy Story movies. And she'll be like, Dad... <laughs> I'll be like, okay, rank your best friends. Just kidding. <laughs> Dad, you rank do which that of your to toes me. you like the most. <laughs> rank your parents. Which one? <laughs> me or mom? Here we go. Anyway. One uh, or the other. No. Do you have a, a favorite of the Hilda books? No, I like Hilda and the Midnight Giant. Uh huh. Second one. That may be my favorite. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much about Hilda and the Black Hound, mm. so, so I'm so maybe not maybe that's sure. the least favorite, huh? Yeah, because I don't really remember anything. Uh-huh. I remember bird, the bird parade mm. wasn't as, like, exciting and, like, I don't know. Mm. I guess it was, but it kind of wasn't okay. as I assumed it would uh. be. You, you had been built up by the Midnight Giant just yeah. preceding it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And where would you put this one? Like, is this one of the better ones? Medium? One of the more forgettable ones? Better. Yeah. It seems like in this one, Hilda's relationship to the trolls is really developed out. You know, we've seen it before, but it's like going to new places. Fair to say? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, all that has d- implications with, to me, the most touching part of the Hilda books, which is, of course, the relationship with her mom, <laughs> which I care a lot about. And there's a lot of implications in this book for that. So that uh-huh. one is uh, be prepared if that's that part tugs on your heart a little bit. Right? Uh-huh. Um, but Hilda's a wonderful hero, and I hope there's more of the TV show on Netflix, which we only watched a little bit of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we got... Some... Ever since when I was little, and then I think there was, like, one that, like, kind of freaked me out or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I just stopped, or, like, there there weren't any more, or, like, I wanted to say it, or, like, I don't know. You mean the TV show? Yeah. I yeah. was young, and... I didn't know anything back then. <laughs> it reminds me, though. <laughs> it was like a year ago. <laughs> but I guess that was a long time ago for you, given the limited number of years you've had of life. Um, 
<laughs> I guess we all have a limited number of years of life. Okay. Um, one thing I remember is that yeah, things that yeah, were... Yeah, you don't have like 1,500. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> things that... Uh, things that were slightly scary about the books were actually much scarier about the show. Yeah. Right? Because there was mm-hmm. a little bit more mood. I mean, I think that's one thing about comics is that I can read scarier things in comics than I can see them in movies. Yeah. yeah. Because movies... Movies, I think it feels more real. Like, it's going to jump out at you. Right. And, like, kill you or something. Right. And you can't Especially con- if you have an anxiety. Yeah. And you can't kind of control it, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like I can just, like, stop like if the book. Like, if the book is, like, freaking me out, I'm just like, okay. That's right. Bye. That's right. <laughs> but the, um, the movie, you have to leave the room or something. Or yeah. Turn it off. That's, like, more active. I guess doing this... Is kind of active. But. <laughs> Closing the book, <laughs> slamming it shut. Yeah, <laughs> ow, my finger. All right. Well, uh, anyway, Hilda the Mountain King, not scary. Scary? No. Flight not scary? scary? No. Not okay. very scary. Not scary. Very scary. Great very fun. Scary. Good, scary. good, good very Hilda scary. fun. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, we still have time for spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to. Uh, to No Brow Flying Eye Books for another great installment of Hilda. By the way, the other thing I love about the Hilda books is I just love how big they are. Yeah, they're like... Like, like it's like Best Friends um, and then all of the Mighty Jack and Zeta books. Yeah. Um, they're like paperback like, book size. Yeah, they're like normal book size. But mm. that's just like cute. No, like, I just like to lay it flat on my head. <laughs> also, it's um, like a tent. it seems less overwhelming for younger readers. Huh. If it was like smaller, it may be thicker, uh-huh. which may be o- more overwhelming. Ah, uh, that's interesting because I always feel like books this big aren't. Well, yeah, you're right. They're not overwhelming because they don't feel like a billion pages, but it feels like mm-hmm. a big world. Like you can kind of get lost in it. Yeah. Right? And like even these, uh, you know, large characters can become, it feel bigger. bigger. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm. I love the colors. Yeah. Okay. It's like not that colorful, uh, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. So, enough that you. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of monochromatic pages where it's like different shades of red. Uh-huh. You know, or different shades of blue or whatever. But then yeah. you kind of are like planted in a certain part of the world for a while. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. So, okay. Now, rank which of these three... <laughs> why must you torment me? I will personally say, I think Mighty Jack and Zeta was a wonderful closure. I think mm-hmm. Best Friends was so relatable. And I think Hilda is just great for sparking the imagination in this very um, fantastical world. Mm-hmm. How's that? Yeah. Now we're going to have a quick break mm-hmm. while while we and then spoiler town. Spoiler time. Spoiler territory. Spoiler, spoiler time. time. I feel like we should do that every single time. Okay, let's do it again. Three, two, one. Spoiler, spoiler time. time. <laughs> 
Yeah, you, that was weird. You were like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be like, spoiler time, spoiler time. Yeah, that's true. Um, Mighty Jack and Zeta, the Space Girl. What uh, are the spoilers that you want to get into? Well, I like all the stuff about um, three, four, mm-hmm. six, seven, nine, yes. and ten. That moment when they five all... and eight, if you have read the first one, which we assume you. I have. Mm-hmm. Since you're in um, three, two, one. Spoiler, spoiler time. time. <laughs> um, and um, five and five and uh, five and eight were yeah. destroyed. Yeah. Kaput. And I don't know what happened to two. Mm. It's just zero in because in the page it's only zero one three four mm. six seven. Mm-hmm. Nine and ten. Okay. Somebody out there knows. Maybe it's in a different anthology. Um, So my favorite parts, I have to say, my favorite parts were when the whole array of all of the characters are like standing there. It reminds me of the scene in Avengers Endgame, which another three, two, one, spoiler spoiler time. (laughs) I just knocked over something. Yeah, that's okay. That Almost. scene in Avengers Endgame when um, spoiler <laughs> um, it it uh, they're all all the heroes are standing there in a row and like mm-hmm. ready to fight Thanos. You haven't seen it, okay? Anyway, I it's just it's it. just so cool. Like they're all you know we have. Can you name everybody? Mm-hmm. You know. Wait wait wait! It's the next page. Oh. Because it's not. Well, this is one of them. This is one of them. And then there's, there's another like one. There's like a bigger one. The bigger one. Yeah, that one. Oh. I can name everyone. Okay, do we'll it. We'll try. Do it. Um, um, Mouse mm-hmm. 7, 4. Mm-hmm. Strong, strong. That weird guy who always just tags along in <laughs> adventures. I don't know what his name is. Goblin, goblin, goblin. Craig, Madrigal. Craig. Piper. Claire, which is Jack's mom, mom. Mm-hmm. Felix the dragon, Dale Ray the strong strong, Dragnon hug, Dragnon. <laughs> How could you miss strong strong? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I think I said it. Mm-hmm. Goblin. goblin, goblin, another goblin. <laughs> Lily, goblin. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Jack. Jack, Maddie, Maddie. Wow, you know all these. Three, one, zero, six. Nine. Wow, that's amazing that you remembered all those. Which one was which? Well, it says six, nine, and three. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It says their numbers on. <laughs> well, also I I remember that six looks weird and has mm-hmm. like this Different blue thing around and it. Blue goop around it, yeah. And then like um nine has this weird spring. Right, and of course you recognize. Thing. I of course I recognize one and, one and yeah. zero. zero. Yeah. And then like they're like characters, characters. Mm-hmm. And nine is scary as always, but now on our side. Yeah. Okay, keep naming. You didn't finish. Um, Zeta, Joseph, Robot, and Robot Zeta. Yeah. And they're all standing Did in I count that goblin? Yes, you I did. Think I think I counted that, name that goblin. goblin. And that goblin. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is Lily. <laughs> which is Lily. Um, I thought that was cool. I actually really like... Every time I see this picture mm. where he's like... Stand, where it's like a view from... Jack's height. I always mm-hmm. notice his belly button. <laughs> and here you're referring to what's his name? The giant. The giant villain. 
Yes. Uh, yes. The giant villain, when also a giant <laughs> and a villain. Yes. Yes, his belly button is very noticeable. <laughs> it's funny. You pay more attention to the belly button than the fact that he has four arms. <laughs> well, um, that's more obvious to me. I also like that the ending happened kind of without this huge fight. Yeah. It's like they all lined up. And I don't. Then... I don't like the bat. I don't. I think battle scenes are always the scariest. Mm. But I like it when it's. I mean, some people might find that disappointing. Mm-hmm. Like they're prepping up for this big battle, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it never happens. Right. It's like what? Yeah. Um. It's true. But um, that's that's not really uh, my stuff. You know. Yeah. I'm I don't actually, really like all of the fighting. I'm actually pretty bored during battle scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's, there's not a ton of in this book, so. Yeah. There's um, like action scenes, but yeah. they're not like battle. That's right. That's scenes. Right. Um, I also. And what about you? Favorite part of the book? Um, or favorite moment? Rating again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you to rank your favorite moments. I'm just asking for one favorite. That's like the same thing. Well. Probably that scene where um, they. Um, Same as mine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Anything else you want to say in this spoiler time section of uh, Gita? Mm, I feel like Mighty I had so much to say and Zeta now Jack? it's like all gone. Oh. Zeta Jack. Okay. Well, I think Mighty that. Zeta? I think that the. Um, Jack the Space Girl. The ending, ending is also really cute. With yeah. Her, like, ice cream and hanging out and then and then I guess the question I want to ask you is do you think that the door is open for more mm, I think if um, Ben Hackey wanted to mm-hmm. he could totally make another story mm-hmm. because there's enough loose ends mm. to like make another book right but if it were to stop there, which would be a huge disappointment because hmm. I love the books, mm-hmm. um, that would be satisfying enough, mm. I think. That's true. That's true. He's kind of left enough door of a door open for other things, but yeah, he because could also it's be like Lillian. It could be like Lillian Zeta's expen- adven- adventures, <laughs> adventures in space, or like expenditures in space, <laughs> or like just an accounting of <laughs> things they bought. Yes, four hundred and seventy-nine bajillion dollars. Okay, yeah, yeah. Le- and then like, Lita and Zilli, or, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Lita and Zilli. Right. And that, or like Jack's adventure because he had the junk crits, That's crystal right. so the junk and the crystal. button. That's right. So, can we get a strong, strong spinoff? Just a strong, strong. Spin-off. Yes, Dragon Hug, <laughs> Secreti. <laughs> Secreti. Where, where was Secreti? I read all I the books. I can't find him. The first one? No. I think it was the first one. Oh. Um, I think oh. that they should make a oh. series just about the robots, but like the first book will be about three, and the second book will be about seven. It'll be really confusing. <laughs> book one, seven. <laughs> book two, nine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why people like, book one, ten? Book two, zero. <laughs> exactly. Book three, 15. Right, what is going on I don't think there's here? a 15. <laughs> there's a 15. There's a 15. Okay, uh, how about spoilers for best friends? 
Uh, Which girl do you dislike the most? <laughs> Just kidding. I, I feel weird talking about this book. Why? Because, like, these are actually real people. That's totally true. <laughs> it's like... Well, except That's for, true. like, the big... The, the, the characters in her characters. story. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about... Insta- I'm totally kidding about which girl did you like. And really, <laughs> I, I actually think but. she's kind of... Even though it's a course from her point of view, and if and any of these other girls told the story, it would be different, right? Mm-hmm. I actually think she's kind of pretty fair. Because yeah. there's like moments where, you know, like even Jenny is nice enough. Or, or you uh-huh. realize, like she kind of reveals I just... That- kind of um feel bad for jenny as an adult reading this yeah if she read this no i i don't know if this is right but i think Pretty somewhere sure she wouldn't the... get offended if she changed <laughs> but maybe who knows i think somewhere in the first book she writes that like the characters have been like mixed up a little. you know like yeah it's not just like one-to-one jenny's yeah. out there somewhere it's like a mix of certain other characters which would be smart i think to do Mm-hmm. Um, okay, anyway. I, to read the author's note. That's right. Um, do you want to read any of this? Yeah. Um, if you have read the um, part, it says, it says, Lewin and Connie are determined to win me a prize. Who needs those boys anyway? <laughs> That's right. So it's, this is in the little scrapbook of pictures where Shannon Hale puts a... a couple of pictures of her when she was you know a kid uh-huh. but and then, then some, like mm-hmm. if you saw the lagoon p- mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. um it's pictures of her they win and um, connie sue the editor yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, at winning lagoon. The, playing the game where all the boys were winning a prize for the girl except for shannon the girls mm-hmm. except for shannon didn't get one which I really remember experiences like that. Uh, not being, of course, the, the girl, but being <laughs> a boy for whom girl, you know, every girl did something for a boy, except for me. Yeah. But I turned out all right. It all turned out all right. You got mommy. <laughs> I think Shannon Hill's doing fine, too. All right, anything <laughs> else to say about this book? Um, not. All right, well, I, I also want to say one last thing to relate. She fell off the yoga ball, ladies and gentlemen. Almost took the microphone down with her. Um, it's too heavy. We're getting on an hour now, so let's, I think we should probably wrap it up. What do you think? Yeah, probably. I don't think Falling much... off the yoga ball was pretty much indication. Time to I wrap think, it up. I think um, there's not much spoilers for Hilda. Read it. Stop the car. <laughs> Go to run, a bookstore. Run store. to a bookstore. <laughs> Realize Go back that. to your car. <laughs> Drive there. Drive there. <laughs> Realize it would have took it would have took a shorter amount of time if you just ran there. <laughs> or drove there. <laughs> or just drove there. Get all six Hilda books. <laughs> Drug. Drug. All right. Oh well. Hey, co-host kid, fantastic to have you again on the podcast and to be on your podcast. Yep. And we'll talk to you next time. Three, two, one. Spoiler time. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.